right now, I'm going to be talking to Katerina Georgie, who is the CEO of FAIR. That's the Foundation for Alcohol Research and Education. um, Katerina, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you for having me. It's great to talk to you. Now, I wanted to chat about a couple of things. Now, it's kind of timely because we're just at the end of dry July, but you've done some um, analysis about advertising during um, sporting events and particularly the Origin Games. Tell me about um, the analysis that you did around alcohol and advertising during that. Yeah, what we've found, Alex, is that alcohol ads, gambling ads, unhealthy food ads, are bombarding our families and communities during events like the State of Origin. So we looked at those three different categories and we found that one in four promotions that are held during the State of Origin are for one of these unhealthy uh, or harmful products. Mm. And that's a real problem because what happens then is our sporting events become one big ad for these harmful products. Uh, And the biggest of these was alcohol companies. There's an official beer and spirits sponsor for both teams and then one for the whole league as well. Whole brands change their branding during this time to really align themselves with the sport. And that's a problem because our kids see it, they notice it, and they associate alcohol with celebrating sporting success. And that's pretty problematic when it comes to a harmful drug like alcohol. It's super uh, It's super weird when you think about it. Why, why do you think that still now something that is so unhealthy is continuously linked to sport? That's, you know, the ultimate example of kind of health and physical prowess, people at the top of their game in terms of their health and ability. It's not, you know, not held by any stretch of the imagination by alcohol. I mean, I know that there are obviously athletes that drink, but they're not out there promoting a drinking lifestyle. So why is alcohol linked so inextricably with sport? I think that alcohol companies have done such a fantastic job at promoting alcohol as key and central to everything. So alcohol companies spend billions of dollars on suggesting to people that the way you get through the day is to drink, the way that you celebrate is to drink, the way that you celebrate a sporting success is to drink, the way that you commiserate when your sporting team loses is to drink. Sports are also the most watched programs on free-to-air television. And so the State of Origin Decider uh, last year had more than 3 million viewers across free-to-air television and video on demand. And so alcohol companies want to reach as many people as they can and they know they can do that during sports. Mm, and I should be scrambling because obviously so many people are watching um, th- things on streaming where you don't get that continual adverts. And, you know, growing up when I was a little kid, we only watched TV that had adverts in it. So they must be pushing themselves even further to try and make sure they get those few minutes of people's attention. Well, they have a lot more tools available to them now. And one of those is digital marketing capacity. So. Alex, if you think about the amount of data that's collected about you online, you know, some studies say that by the time a kid reaches 13, they have companies have 72 million data points on them. That's then used. It's astonishing. Uh, And any parents, you know, I have two young kids and I really worry about the way that this data is then used to market to them throughout their lives. We have studies that show that kids as young as 15 are being tagged as being interested in alcohol Mm. by Meta. And that's highly problematic because 
we don't want people being targeted for addictive products. And obviously then the more that people purchase alcohol, the more they're targeted. And so we need to really have a look at marketing. We need to look at it holistically and we need governments to introduce higher standards that reflect community sentiment and community values around this. Absolutely. So how do we get that done? What can be done? Because people don't want their kids exposed to this in general. They they want to sit down and watch watch a game with their kids and, and, and be involved in sport in whatever way they can. But, you know, on, on the vast majority of people don't want little kids and 15-year-olds even exposed to alcohol as a normal everyday thing. So what, what, what more can we do? So we need governments to actually make sure that our sport is free from alcohol product marketing. And governments can do that. You know, our governments have in place um, common sense measures to make sure that kids don't see tobacco marketing and to make sure that kids don't see marketing for pharmaceuticals and that people don't see those things. And so these policies can be introduced tomorrow. We just need governments to take that action and to say that you know what, the health and well-being of our families and communities is far more important than the super profits of these alcohol companies. Absolutely, and the money they would save on the number of people in hospital from from alcohol and drug-related issues, I imagine, would somehow address the balance of the money that they're going to lose? Yeah, look, 100%. We're now at a time where alcohol-induced deaths are at their highest rate in a decade. Alcohol hospitalisations have increased by 27% over the last five years. And people seeking treatment for alcohol has increased by 37% in the last 10 years. Mm. If it was any other substance, if it was any other health issue, this would be on the front page of every paper. We would be demanding action. And we really need governments to have a look at this and, and to make sure they're doing all they can to keep people healthy and safe. Absolutely. I, I just have to say, I noticed I was buying some tickets to the World Cup here in um, Brisbane for my for my kids and, and my husband to go and see. And I did notice that there were alcohol-free zones. I don't know if that's a new thing. I wasn't actually quick enough to buy those those tickets, but I, I don't know if that's something new. Is 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 there a push? Is there a, a, a slight change that's happening? Yeah, look, certainly we're, we're seeing people demanding more of this. We're seeing communities saying we want to be able to take our kids to the sport and have areas that are alcohol-free. Um, what would be great is to, to see the norm shifted completely. What if there was an assumption that these areas, these zones are alcohol-free and safe for families and communities, but there were just some areas that had alcohol you know, we need to we need to turn this on its head and make sure that the expectation isn't that alcohol is everywhere, but certainly more and more people are saying, you know, we want to have spaces that are alcohol-free. We want to make sure that we're socialising without alcohol, that alcohol isn't necessary and included in every event. Absolutely. Well, I 100% agree and I'm behind all of those all of those initiatives and hopefully we can see a change in our kids' lifetimes to see um, alcohol removed as the norm being linked with sport. Katarina, thank you so much for the work that you do. I know that it's um that it's there's a there's a long road ahead, but um appreciate everything that you do and thanks so much for chatting to us about this. Thank you for inviting me to have a chat and enjoy the World Cup with your kids. Oh, yes, I hope I will. Thank you so much. See ya. Bye.